You alright? My name's Paul, I've got autism, and I make random videos based on my version of autism and the way my head works, and I stick the videos on the internet in case you fancy giving them a watch. And I'm not going to go into a, uh, a waffle this week because it's really late, and uh, I, know, I know when it's really late I shouldn't be doing this either, but I just, I'm just not sleeping well, so I'm hoping that doing this makes me a bit more tired because part of me wants to lie down because the body's aching and I'm trying to fight past it a bit so when I finally lie down and plus I've got the the window open in there so it'll be nice and cool when I get there I'm just trying to make it more enticing to get in bed um so I'm not going to give you the full waffle I usually do and instead what I'm going to do is just get into the topic and I want to talk about why I don't believe that everyone is a little autistic. Uh, and I'll give you a few reasons. But for those of you who are autistic, you'll know fully what I mean by that. Because the amount of times you might say to someone, I have autism, sometimes you can get the response of, well, everybody's a little autistic, like it's meant to be a comforter. And it's not. It trivializes your autism. It trivializes everything you do for every second of your existence that you have to put a mask on. The fact that we have to fake to blend into a world that we don't feel we fit into any of the societal norms that exist. And, you know, as much as people don't understand, and I never have a problem with people who don't understand because they don't know, I have more of a problem with people who should know better because they do understand a little bit. And to say something, no, and, and let me just rewind that. I never actually used to have a problem with this sort of saying, everyone's a little autistic. It never used to bother me because I was diagnosed later in life. And I, up to that point, I knew nothing about autism. I was told I had autism, still didn't know anything about it. And then I started making these videos and I started talking to people, emailing with people, having random discussions, reading about autism. So I started to understand who I actually was, because I had no idea who I was. So, you know, it's taken every second of every day ever since to understand some of me. And I like to think I've got a pretty good handle on it now, but um, when you realize what you actually do on a day-to-day -day basis, or when you start to realize what, may, what parts are on autopilot that you never even realized you did and you chip it all away and you see what you actually do just so other people don't feel bad the minimum someone could do is not say well everyone's a little autistic it'd be like saying to someone with alzheimer's if they said i've been diagnosed with alzheimer's you can't go well we all forget things mate no, 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 it's not the same. This person's going to forget everyone they know, everyone they've loved, and will need cared for until they pass away from the condition. You just can't remember where you left your keys. So it's a little bit different, sunshine. You can't just trivialise things because it's easier for you. And I'm not asking for people to drop to the floor and start, you know, bowing to me as if I'm doing something supersonic. But I just wish people wouldn't say that either. 
you know, I have told you before, um, when I, when a, an old work colleague found out I was autistic, his response was, well, yeah, uh, I think I am, mate, because I do things in fours. Well, I don't do things in fours. You know, I don't know why you do things in fours, but, you know, if that was everything he's ever based his decision on why he might have autism or not, is the fact that he does things in fours. That's not a valid way to self-diagnose, is it? If that's all you've done. But I know that guy quite well. I know things he does. I know things he does in the community. I know he can meet a large group of people he's never met before and go on a bike ride for 500 miles. Now, I couldn't do that. Uh, you know, Not just because I've got a bad knee, but I couldn't meet strangers in Lycra and start cycling with them. So there's just a lot of things that get said to you when you announce you're autistic, which also then stops you wanting to tell people sometimes you know that that response we're all a bit artistic is one of them you know when people especially when you're of a certain age like me people who are my age around my age older a very natural response people will give you is can you count cards then are you like rain man <sighs> no and if i could count cards believe me me and you won't be stood here having this conversation you know, I'll be jet skiing around Miami or something. Um, but anyway, I'm just going to keep going on, giving my examples. But what it does when you do that is it creates an instant barrier. It stops me wanting to talk to you about it. It, it proves to me you don't really want to listen. You want to talk. You don't want to be educated with things that I could actually educate you on, and it could help you. Understand yourself better if you think you've got autism because you're counting fours. But I'm not going to open up to someone like that and I'm not going to do well in their company because they trivialized my entire existence that even I didn't know what it was until I really started to pick it apart. So, I mean, I probably just waffled there, but hopefully I'm making a, a little bit of a point um, but other points that I'll try and make, you know, as to why we're not all a little bit autistic, like for me, why would I need to mask if we were all a little bit autistic? I wouldn't. The only reason I have to mask is because people don't get it. They don't get me. They don't understand me. They can't even attempt to understand me or un understand my humor, my actions, my directness. You know, I mask the second I leave the house. I have to mask when I'm in the house and I'm expecting a package to be delivered. I can't be myself. You know, I remember ages ago I was talking to someone about pajamas, like and comfy clothes for the house, and I was saying I have sort of comfy clothes that I'll wear when I'm expecting a package. And I also have comfy clothes for when I'm not expecting a package. And if anyone knocks at the door, there's no way I'm answering it because if they saw what I was wearing, <laughs> you know, it'd be a, be a terrible event. Um, because I have to be in sort of like a heightened state of alert. I have to be ready to say hello. I have to be ready to smile, raise the eyebrows. Thanks, mate. Bye. And as small as that might seem, if we were all a little bit autistic, then that would mean we were all a little bit neurotypical. I don't 
have anything outside of the I have to breathe in and out and walk the same way other people who walk, walk. There is nothing in existence that I can, can relate to because there will be that thing within it that falls down. So an example would be, you know, I, I like football or soccer as people somewhere else call it, even though you use your feet to kick a ball. So it is football. Um, I could, I, I'm, you know, I like, I like football, so I will watch football and lots of other neurotypical people also like football. But neurotypical people want nothing more than to go to the match. They want to get there on match day, take in the atmosphere, see the people in the flesh. I don't. I'm not interested. I've got 4K TV, mate, with all the angles. I don't need to go to the match. I don't want to be there on the trains. on public. I can't get the public transport to get there, and it's not because I'm a snob. It's because I can't deal with, what. why are people drinking cans of beer at 10 in the morning? What are you doing? Let's be impaired for the rest of the day and not remember the match. What's the point in going? You know, so the second it falls outside of the, the headline of, you know, neurotypical person likes football. Paul, autistic, likes football. The second we hit a subgroup, it all falls to pieces. So it's not even like I can be a little bit neurotypical because everything I'm driven with and through is hit. It hits the wall. It's like, no, we now have to reconsider on everything. It never gets, we couldn't go, let's do this. And then you tell me the five things we need to do to do it. And I agree with all five and we just jet off and do it. Something will fail on one of them five things because it'll be show a lack of consideration. It'll be too much. It'll be too noisy. It'll be too congested. There'll be something which will stop it. So I have to mask because not everybody is a little autistic. Because why would I need to mask? Why would I need to blend in? Why would I need to mimic people? Why would I need to watch people observe their societal norms that they live with to learn how to ask them questions that they will seem like I'm taking a genuine interest? Why would I need to pay attention to some current affairs that I know some people might be interested in just in case they start talking about it and I can retain just enough information to appear that I know about it. Not so much that I might be interested about it, but I know about it. Because if I never did things like that, every time anyone would ever ask me a question, I would never know the answer. I would never be able to contribute to anything which makes you stand out a little bit more, and I don't want to. You know, I've I've told I don't know if I've told you before, but you know, when I used to live with three guys from the Northeast, you know, way back in the day, you know, all great guys, um, you know, had good friendships with them. But within a week, I, I had, a, I had a, a Geordie accent because I was absorbing them so much because I had to blend in with them so much. I had to learn how to mimic them so much to be what they needed me to be because I couldn't be myself. So the accent changed because that's one of the downsides of trying to absorb people. You try to become them because people, most people seem to like an area of themselves. And if they see it reflected, you as the person, the autistic person, gets less 
attention put on them. <sighs> Why would I have needed to do any of that? Why do I still need to do it? Why do I need to do it tomorrow? Why will I need to do it in a week? Why will I need to put every second of every thought into what I say, do, and how I act if everyone was a little autistic? Because that means everyone would understand a little, which would mean it'd be easier to drop a bit of the mask a little. I never get that option, ever. And it's horrible because I'm an, I'd like to think I'm a nice person. I don't want bad things to happen to anyone. I don't understand why there's anger, hate, fights. I, don't believe, and I, I just can't wrap my head around it. I don't know why people like to pretend they're better than other people. I don't know why people with money think they're better than other people. You know, we, none of us are here forever. And I just don't understand a lot of the world the way it's designed but if everyone was a little autistic i wouldn't need to mask as much as i do and i do and it gets harder as you get older it wouldn't get as hard it wouldn't be as hard if if everyone was a little autistic so i hope you uh i'm not going to keep going on about it because uh it's it's also not a very nice thing to always think about of how hard it is to leave that door in the morning uh, but anyway, something else is, for me, um, we wouldn't need reasonable adjustments and coping mechanisms the way we do if everyone was a little autistic, because people would understand more, wouldn't they? If you have something or something happens to you, you are more empathetic and sympathetic when it happens to someone else. And you see it all the time. And this is going to sound horrible, but I promise you it's, it's, not, it's not meant to. But if someone loses their child or a brother, wife, husband, whatever, to some sort of incident, injury, bad practice, a maniac escapes and hacks them down, whatever it might be, some people then go on to make a charity about it or they spend the rest of their life campaigning to make it more known so more people can be warned about it so it hopefully doesn't happen to anyone else. Now, before it happened, they didn't do it because they weren't bothered because it was never going to happen to them or it wasn't even a consideration. It wasn't reasonably foreseeable for them. Now, if people were a little bit autistic, they would have the empathy, because they would understand when I say, I can't do this because, I find trouble doing this because, they would have the empathy within them to go, I can understand what you're saying. It might not need to happen to them, but if everyone was a little autistic, they would have a little understanding. But I know full well that some people have no understanding whatsoever. My last employer, I got on with him, you know, we never fell out. There was never cross words said. But when I needed, as you know, with the videos I made based across seven videos, I think it was where I got depressed. I had to be off work. And, you know, now I work for someone else. That's the, you know, that's the end of it. And the only reason I work for someone else is because he didn't listen when I told him about needing reasonable adjustments. And he went down every single route and avenue to try and 
figure out how we can do this impossible conundrum of reasonable adjustments for me, except the one route that was needed, and that was to talk to me. Accurately put the time aside, discuss with me, talk openly, because it wasn't his fault he doesn't know about autism, but I was more than willing to teach him about me. To let him know why certain things are a problem, because it was more for saying, right, this is what could cause me a problem. Here are the reasons, and this is what I need as a control measure to make it better to avoid it. And I did that on absolutely everything, but he just couldn't understand that. It was like, we need to have HR in the room. We need to have someone in the room to record it. We need someone to put your action plan together for you, even though it's in my head for my adjustments. He couldn't realize what I was saying because it was a little, for me, now I'm well away from it. It's a little bit like the argument I always have within myself of why are PhDs running the show in autism? Autistic people should be running the show in autism. And he just, it's kind of like he couldn't understand what I was trying to say, even though I was the best qualified person to do that. So why do, you know, why do people need ear defenders if everyone was a little autistic? Things just wouldn't be as loud. Why do people like myself need to avoid shopping at certain times on certain days? Because it's just so busy. And if we were all a little autistic, we would all have a little time where we can't be on autopilot, where we have to consider everything we're doing. And what you'd find is everywhere would never be as busy, but there'd be a consistent average flow across everything. There wouldn't be as much carnage and chaos knocking about. Like for me, one of my biggest confusions in the world is why are there not one-way systems in shops? You should only be able to walk certain ways up and down aisles, and then the cross sections then should determine whether you can go back or not. I just don't understand. Um, this is for shops that don't have aisles big enough where you're always moving out the way and stuff like that. You know, but like the sunflower lanyard is in effect because people might need a reasonable adjustment in a certain area and people need to be visually seeing you because we need a little bit of help. That gentleman I did the video on about, uh, it was an Ian Fenn, you know, he had the um, assistance cat. You know, he's he's much more confident than I am because he can be seen in the streets with a cat on a lead. You know, more power to him. I wish I could do that. You know, but he needs a cat to calm him down, to reduce his anxiety, he gets to take it everywhere. But why would he need the cat with him? Why would someone need a sunflower lanyard on? Why would people need air defenders? Why would people need to pick and choose the times and days they leave the house and where they want to go if people could understand because they were all a little bit autistic they don't that's why we need to people get to be an autopilot and and we don't i don't sorry i'm not speaking for everyone but i don't get to be on autopilot so my in my life in my world the people i interact with and come across they are not a little bit autistic people don't have to do what i do to recover you know, and that became evident when I did that course not long ago where I had my meltdown, which I did the video on. And the trainer said, you just need to go for a walk, nip to the toilet, get a drink, shake it off, come back and pick it back up. Not a problem. You know, and credit to him, you know, a lot of 
People wouldn't say that. But for me to get to that point, I that that's not a recovery. That's uh that's like when you've got a dog who's wet and all they need to do is shake and it knocks a load of water off and they're all right. You know, I was at the bottom of the ocean and I don't have enough breaths in me to swim back to the top and be able to breathe again. You know, it's like I have to learn to 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 breathe underwater. That's my only option. So everything is so much harder once I get to those stages. People don't know what it's like to need to recover on a consistent basis. And why do I need to recover? It's because I'm masking so much. Because I'm because reasonable adjustments don't come easy and it's not a case of just getting a few reasonable adjustments in a workplace and you've ticked a few boxes and your life's all right again. It just means you've made something a little bit easier. It doesn't mean it's fixed it or taken it away. I still have to leave the house. I still have to get caught in traffic. I still have to speak to people who are of very different temperaments. I have to deal with bad things. I have to, you know, I have to deal with the world whether it's professionally or personally, and I need to recover. And how I need to recover isn't the same way everybody else would, but people just think it's a simple thing to recover, and it isn't. It is a continual battle, and I'm trying to think of an an analogy or an example which would be perfect to sort of... It's kind of like... (laughs) It's going to be rubbish, but it's kind of like holding a shopping bag in one hand or or a garbage bag you've got a bin bag and it's really really heavy and you're not allowed to put it down and then one arm one arm gets absolutely exhausted you put it in the other hand and then when that gets exhausted you just hope you've recovered enough in your other hand to put it back so it's like you've never not got what bothers you you always have to carry that weight of burden of living in a society that doesn't hit your personal societal expectations where you get challenged and questioned over living different, being different, for not being able to do what everybody else wants to do. It's just ongoing. There is never a rest. So when I say I need to recover, I do, because it's going to start all over again. And some people can't understand that. I'm sorry if this is a a slow bringy down one. It's just it's a serious thing to say. Everyone's a little autistic and uh, just think it's a flippant saying. And hopefully, people with autism fully understand why it's a you know a bit of a sad rabbit hole to go down. You know, I I am reclusive because I have to deal with people, and it doesn't matter how nice people are. There are people in my work who are very very nice. And that's nice. That helps, but it doesn't mean it lets it off because dealing with people is not a natural thing for me. I don't see people and smile. I don't see people and want to spend more time with them. I don't see people and then go, do you want to go for a drink? Do you want to go for food? Oh, I just want to stay in your company for a bit longer. I'm really enjoying this socialization thing. I don't. Everything I do with people, there's a time restriction to it. There's a a way, there's an, there's an escape clause. There's always a way to avoid being there. 
And that's not at the forefront of my mind, but it's always nice to have that safety net. But I couldn't tell you any time I've ever gone, you know what? I'm enjoying myself absolutely here. So I'm not going to use my get out of this, this room free card. I'm not going to use my escape clause. I'm going to stay because it's brilliant. Even if I'm enjoying it, which is rare, I still leave because I need to recover because I've masked because I've still been someone I'm not. Even if I'm not mimicking them, I'm still being someone they would want me to be because the real me would sit there in silence. It might stare off into the distance. I might just get up and walk around for five minutes. You know, and you can't stim and I always need something to play with or, and you know, if I haven't, I'm always tapping my hands or I've got restless leg syndrome, something going on. So I can't be me no matter how good the people are or how much I actually genuinely enjoy them as a person. Because me as a person is important too, and he needs his recovery, and he needs to get what he needs. So by being a recluse, by retreating back to my postage stamp on earth called my house, I shut that door, I lock it behind me, I can keep my blinds closed, no one sees me, no one knows me, and I can get away with being me. Now, if everyone was a little autistic, then why do I need to escape people? Do you not think maybe I'd like to go for a nice walk? You know, but then you walk past chavvy kids, smoking weed, barking dogs, people who hog the pavement, it, um, having to really pay attention to the road because people don't indicate. So nothing's not stressful when you're knocking about. So I can't relax leaving the house. So my world has to be indoors because of people. Does that make sense? I hope so. Uh, the last one I'll, I'll leave you with because it's uh, getting on and I'm, I've got to go to bed. You know, but people cannot understand my reasons for why I do what I do. You know, I, what have I said? I have to mask. I need reasonable adjustments. I have to recharge and recover. And I have to be reclusive. And the reason I have to do those things is because everybody is not a little autistic. Because why? nobody understands. You know, there isn't a level of understanding as evidence that everyone is a little autistic. Otherwise, I wouldn't need to be a recluse, like I've said, and I wouldn't need to mimic people and mask and pretend to be someone I'm not. And people just can't understand the more honest and open you are, the more the look of confusion appears on the person's face in front of me. And that's not good, but, you know, there's some people I know who go, I've got absolutely no idea <laughs> what you're talking about. But I know they're listening, and at least they're being honest, they've not been able to understand. And it's those people I prefer because they are openly admitting that in their way, not everybody's a little autistic because that person right in front of me cannot understand what I'm talking about when I'm talking about autism at all. And if that one person cannot understand, then that is proof that not everybody is a little autistic. Saying it really does trivialize what I do every day, who I am, what is within my design 
you know, my attitude and my autism are separate, but the way I manage my autism will affect my attitude. Because a lot of people like to say that the attitude and autism are one. They're not. Some people who are autistic will use a bad attitude. Like, look at that. What's his name? James Watt, that brew dog CEO trying to put all his transgressions and bad behavior because he might be autistic. No, mate, you're a mug. You know, you, you just... You just haven't got the guts to own up to your bad behavior, and now you're trying to find a reason to get out of it. Uh, like I say, narcissistic, psychopath, pick one of them. He's much more in that camp than he is autistic. You know, and if we if everyone was a little autistic, why would we have support groups? Why would there be YouTube channels here, there, and everywhere? Why would we need to mask? You know, and to make to bring it really down, why would there be an earlier more? Well, no, why why do we die younger? Why is there a higher suicide rate in men who are autistic? You know, they're not nice things to think about, but for me, it needs scrapped. People shouldn't say it because it's much more logical, much more factual to say not everybody has autism. Because when you say everyone's a little autistic, it also then makes it appear that everyone has a little bit of an understanding. And finding people who understand a little bit is extremely rare. And I hope this made sense. If not, I apologize, as always. Um, but if it did, I'm glad. And I hope the point came across. But until next time, thanks for watching and keep smiling.